up, guys? Welcome back to the Equipped Podcast. I'm pumped to get another episode out to you. This is episode 19. I know I haven't been keeping up with the numbers. It's because I get them lost in my head, but I count today. This is episode 19. I'm excited to get it out. Um, I wanted to give you a few updates before we really get into our episode. And I was like, should I do it at the beginning? Should I do it at the end? I figured I would do it at the end, or excuse me, the beginning, because I would probably forget at the end to say everything. So I wrote it down. I wanted to say that this is the last episode of season two. Kind of sad, but also kind of exciting because we've had a phenomenal season. I've been very grateful. We have had 10 episodes in this season, and I hate ending it on an odd number like 19. However, when I counted it out, I did not count that I would be out of the country next week on spring break. So I was like, well, we're at an even number, episode 10. We have a great guest for it. Let's just cap it off on episode 19 so when season three starts, it can be episode 20. So um, I have so enjoyed this episode, or excuse me, this season. We've had so many great guests from Dr. Chapman to Dr. Clarence Schuler um, to just some of my friends here at Liberty, Colby Ray, like all of them. If you haven't listened to their episodes, I highly recommend going back and listening because they've just been very unique, a lot of different topics as well. So I've been very grateful for that. However, uh, I did want to kind of share my heart and why that this is the last episode for season two. One, because we've been going nonstop for 10 weeks. Um, and if I'm just honest with you, I have come to the point where I am tired and, and need a break. And so spring break is kind of the point where I'm expecting to just take some time off. And uh, I'll probably be off for a few weeks. But I just wanted to be honest and open. Um, first and foremost, I'm taking some time off just to rest and realign. Um, I think rest is so important. You see aspects of that in the Bible, literally in Genesis, where God saw all that he had did uh, in the six days through creation of the earth and of man and animals. Um, and he saw that it was good. And on the seventh day, he rested to acknowledge everything that he had done. Um, and so rest is important in our lives. But also for realignment, I want to make sure that the content and everything that I'm putting out to you I'm not just sitting and doing it through checking it off the box, but I'm doing it because my heart is truly into it and I'm giving everything that I can um, for y'all to be the best that it can. And so I think that uh, a, a break for realignment is very important. And I believe that um, I will be working so hard over this break. Even though we're not putting out any podcast episodes, I will still be working hard to create season three and, and talking to guests and creating episode ideas uh, and then everything else that that entails, I will be making sure that I'll be working my hardest for everyone um, and, and for Christ just to see where this kind of goes and continues to lead. Um, this, so this is just not, this is the end of a season, but there it will be back in about, we're, I'm looking at two dates now, either, either what well, we're in March now, March, the last day in March, which is a Friday, or um, I think it's April 6th will be the return kind of date. For that, So it'll be either one of those two. So only a few weeks off. It's not like a long period or anything like that. But we've been running hard for 10 weeks and I think that um, we deserve a break and I just uh, desire to realign and rest through this to commit season three to the Lord. Um, but yeah, I'm not work, even though I'm not, like I said, I'm not working on stuff. I'll still be working or not putting podcast episodes out there. I'll still be working on a number of different things um, to grow and, and see where God's leading. However, on April 1st, if we do decide to do a um, episode on the last day of March or the April 6th date, April 1st is a huge date for Equipped because it is our first merch launch. 
So I'm so excited for that. I've shared a little bit about that with y'all, um, but we will have episode or we will have updates and pictures and all of that stuff coming out soon so that you, you will be able to see and anticipate it. Um, it's an amazing way to help support the equipped podcast because uh, we all put in a lot of time to this every week and I want to be able more than anything to share and have a way that y'all can see our mission and vision. Um, and maybe even if you wear it for other people to see the mission and vision for you to be able to tell about them. But I wanted to start the episode out with a little bit of um, updates and messages. I want you to know that I love all of you and I'm grateful for you all. But without further ado, let's get to today's episode and guest. So I'm pumped because this episode is going to be a good one. I am excited for our guest today. This guest I have known during my time here at Liberty through the Hancock Welcome Center when I was a tour guide. I worked there for about a year um, and got to know her more. Uh, and she's just an awesome person. We actually got a lot closer this past or this semester, really, through uh, Cine 101 here, which is literally a, a, a movie class. Uh, I had three of my friends that I worked with at the Welcome Center. Titus, who was on the podcast uh, with his co-host Will a few weeks ago. Um, and then I had Mason, my friend, uh, who haven't done anything with Mason yet. Maybe I will. And then um, my third friend, Isabel. Isabel is today's guest, so I'm not going to steal her thunder or anything like that, but Isabel, welcome to the podcast. I'm, I'm hyped you're here. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Colby. Of I'm course. super excited to be here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just... Sweet. I'll let you introduce yourself. So tell us where you're from, You know your family, how old you are, all of that good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I am from Charlotte, North Carolina. So Whoa. we are... Repping fellow, the North Carolina. Yes, the fellow North it. Carolinians here. I love it. Um. But yeah, I've been there. Um, other than Lynchburg, that's the only place I've lived. Sweet. Um, I have two older sisters. Okay. One's six years older than me. One's four years older than me. They both also graduated from Liberty. Oh, I so, did not know that. Yep. One okay. did online and then the other one was here residentially. So Amazing. That's really fun. And yeah, I'm 22. Sweet. About to graduate from school. So, so you're a senior. I am. Senior at Liberty. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, like I said, we met through the Welcome Center. Uh, we've kept in touch. We have classes together. But yes, like she said, fellow North Carolinian uh, in the building, which I'm excited about. So you ended up at Liberty. Everyone's story is a little bit different. I like to ask this question when, when I talk to people from Liberty. What brought you here? Yeah, definitely. So a lot of different things I would say brought me to Liberty, um, specifically like having both of my two older sisters graduate from here. Liberty was kind of always in the back of my head. Um, I knew that I always wanted to go to a Christian school. Yeah. And Liberty's um, a large Christian university, <laughs> 15,000 residential students. Indeed. So I always kind of had that in the back of my head. But as I was, you know, in high school trying to figure out what school to go to, where to attend college, I yeah. was looking at a few different schools and um, I wanted to be semi close to home. And Liberty's only three hours from me. So not bad at all. That's a easy huge weekend plus. trip. Exactly. Weekend my trip, parents yeah. are not in my backyard, but <laughs> I can go home for the right, weekend. So right. that's a huge plus. Yeah. Um, and they had a bunch of different majors, and I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to study coming into school. So I wanted to have a school that had a lot of different options of what to study. Um, but the reason that really that I was that I was sold on Liberty was um, just the office of spiritual development and how okay. they incorporated god into everything that they do right right because so many universities will claim that they're christian 
or that they have chapel once a week or whatever that might be, but right. you don't see that in the lives of the students. And I had noticed that when I came on tour um, a few years ago when I was visiting schools, I noticed that um, just in a bunch of my friends' lives who had come to Liberty as well. And I was yeah. like, wow, Liberty does this so well. And they have campus community on Wednesday nights, which is our campus-wide Bible study. And they have convocation twice a week. And they have resident shepherds and community group leaders and just so much stuff that's revolved around the Lord and how that's just incorporated into everything we do. I've just really yeah. loved that. So That's really unique. I think that that's so true because one of the reasons I decided to be a tour guide was because um, of just the community, like you were saying, that it is really different here. I had the opportunity, uh, my both my older sisters went down to Sanford University in Birmingham, Alabama, also a Christian yep. private school, yep. a little bit smaller. I think it's got like maybe four to 5,000 kids, so mm -hmm. obviously not the size of Liberty, uh, but also well-known, but like the way they do it is like you just have to attend a certain number of, you know, chapel events or mm -hmm. things that they host, and so it's 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 unique because you know you can be able to talk about Christ but uh it did seem a little bit different here at Liberty through you know training champions for Christ and everything they do is surrounded by that and it's not a knock to Sanford University I love that school it's yeah, phenomenal definitely. it was literally my number 2 school to go to um but yeah there there is something different and I just felt God calling me to, you know, go to Liberty, like you said, and I also did not want to be eight and a half hours away yep. <laughs> and down in Birmingham, Alabama. So two and a half, two and a half for me, about three for you yep. since you live in Charlotte, but it's an easy drive. It's, it's a great school. Yep. Uh, so you would say your overall experience here has been pretty good. Oh my goodness. Yes, yeah. for sure. I cool. loved my time at Liberty and it's, it's crazy that it's coming to an end. You know, yeah. we've got about seven more weeks after spring break. So right. it's, that's wild to me. But it's been it's been such an incredible experience being at Liberty. Cool. And I didn't ask you this, but what is your major so that people know what yeah, you're doing here? Definitely. So I am studying family and child development. Okay. And then I have a minor in global studies. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So as we've kind of talked about, it is coming to an end. Bittersweet. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's where God's had you for three to four years. So you're transitioning out of Liberty pretty soon. Yep. Where has God called you to pursue your next? Yeah, definitely. So that's something that I'm super just excited about that the Lord has so graciously already showed me um, what I'll be doing post-grad, yeah. um, which is super exciting. Um, but I will actually be going into a residency program okay. at a church called Two Cities Church um, that's located in Winston-Salem, North Winston -Salem, Carolina. Winston-Salem, <laughs> baby. So Love I it. will be heading back home to North Carolina, but I'll be outside of Charlotte. I'll be in Winston-Salem. Um, and I'm super excited to start the residency there. Yeah. I'll be working in the kids ministry. Okay. So I'll be working with the family ministries director. Yeah. I'll be partnering with parents to help equip them um, for discipleship in the home because um, discipleship happens inside the home. You know, I mean, you can go to kids ministry on Sunday mornings, but that is an hour and a half outside of the week where there are yeah. seven other days in the week yep. that you're at home yep. where the parents need to be pouring into their kids and teaching them about Jesus. So yeah, that is, um, that's post-grad, which is crazy. And along with that, I'm going to be able to get my master's, which I'm super excited oh, for. Cool. I'm going to um, get that through two cities. Um, it'll be um, my master's in Christian ministry from Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Amazing. So, 
super excited That's about so that. That's so exciting. So she's going to be in Winston, which is hype because love Winston. I'll, <laughs> I'll actually be transitioning back there as well. So that's really neat. So Two Cities Phenomenal Church um, really shot up in the last 10 years in Winston and has had such an incredible draw. I've attended a few. I have so many friends that go there. They do uh, amazing stuff, partner with Wake Forest University, a lot of their student athletes, a lot of their students. So um, I'm actually thinking about transitioning there as well when I go home looking for a different church. Um or just kind of where God's calling me. Who knows? I just I want to be involved. I want to be intentional to be involved. So that's actually really cool that you're you're doing that. So your residency there is two years. You said. Yep, two years. Yep. Two years. Okay. So and that's a full time kind of gig. So is it six days a week since Sunday, or do you have a day off? Like, how does your how does that work? Yeah. So I'll have um, like a five day work week, okay. like most um, adults. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get Friday off, oh. and then. Um, I'll get most of Saturday off, and then we have um, one Saturday night service. Okay. So I'll be there for that. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I guess you'll have, what, part of Sunday off too? Yeah, like the later, the later part parts. of Sunday, Sunday afternoon, yeah. Sweet. Okay, so what, I guess, drew you? Did you know that you wanted to work with a church after? Because I guess your degree isn't technically like, I don't know, ministry itself, but have you always want, known that you wanted to go into ministry, I guess, for a church? That's such a good question. So... Honestly, um, I would say yes, not specifically with the church, but ministry for sure. Yeah. Um, I grew up going on missions to Nicaragua um, with my my super small Christian school growing up. And so like the Lord just like stirred a passion in me for missions and for ministry. And I mean, as believers, we're all called to be in ministry um, no matter what we're doing. But I did feel like that tug on my heart of doing ministry and like vocationally. And I wasn't exactly sure what that would look like because I was like, okay, Lord, are you calling me overseas? Are you calling me to, you know, start a family overseas and do missionary work there? Or are you calling me to be a part of a church here and to work at a church? Or what does that look like? And um, I wasn't exactly sure what that was going to be. And that's kind of why I wanted to go to Liberty too, because I wanted to do something and I wanted to learn more about the Bible and I wanted to have that Christian community but I also wasn't exactly sure what I was going to be doing. So I wanted to have like a lot of different majors to choose from of like, sure. Hey, like if I want to change majors, if the Lord's stirring something new in my heart, like I want to be able to um, adapt and change. And so I, you know, I started off at Liberty as a global studies major. Oh, okay. And so I, then I ended up changing that to a minor because, um, kind of like sophomore year of college, I was like, okay, Lord, like, are you calling me overseas? Because this global studies major is, that is preparing me for overseas missions. Right. And um, the Lord kind of just like changed my heart and like was like, hey, actually like you're really good at working with kids and like I've put this passion in you. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that at all of, to try to boast or anything, but no, like that is sure. something that yeah. the Lord like has gifted me with. And yeah. I love working with kids and families so much. And it's funny because like back to missions in Nicaragua growing up, I always would like, do the kids ministry. We'd always yeah. have like part of our team would be doing sports ministry and part of our team would be doing like um, drama ministry or nursing or whatever that might be like health clinics. And I would be like, Hey, I'm going to go do bubbles and <laughs> stickers and coloring yeah. books for, with the kids and kickball and things like that. Yeah. So it's just really neat. Um, for sure. I think that's cool. Cause like God calls us like you said, it's not a boasting at all. God gives us gifts and gives us passions. And 
Um, it is through those gifts and passions that we are able to give all God all the honor and glory, Definitely. you know? And so obviously with what you're doing, that requires you to go to a different, you know, place, whether it's like you said, Nicaragua or Winston-Salem, North Carolina, mm-hmm. because Definitely. wherever you're at, there are unreached people groups. Uh, but more importantly, one thing I loved that you said was, you know, church is something that kids go to for an hour a day out of a seven day week, you know? So the way that you're going to be able to partner with um, parents to equip them to effectively, you know, be not good parents, but like effectively disciple at home Mm -hmm. uh, those other six days or six and a half days Mm -hmm. is so important because as a kid, I always viewed church as, okay, well, I'm checking it off the box. Like my parents are going, so I'm going. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't until college that I really realized the importance of the reason you go to church. Um, And not only that, but what I want in a a wife who is Mm -hmm. also going to bring that to the table, Mm -hmm. what I want in a, you know, someone who is going to raise kids with me. Mm -hmm. My parents did a phenomenal job of that. And it's something that I didn't realize when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. but I realize now as an adult, like, wow, that's what I desire to do with my kids. And so it's going to be cool that you're going to be able to partner with, you know, your church, two cities to help disciple not only young children, but also parents. I think that that's not, you don't hear that approach a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why it's so cool that like y'all are out out here saying, hey, we're not only doing this for the kids, but we're doing this for the parents as Mm -hmm. well, because you get a break from your kids, you know, for the hour (laughs) that we have them. However, you have the 99% of you know, the job to raise these kids yeah. and disciple them when they're, they are under your roof. For sure. So that is really cool that, you know, not everyone is called to do that, but I definitely see how God has equipped you to do that mm-hmm. and how he's just opened doors. And it's cool that it's in Winston-Salem too, yeah. you know. Um, she was out the other day. We normally, we have Cinny at 12 o'clock during the, you know, midday, but we normally have a little break on Monday, Wednesday, Friday before, and she was, uh, we were at a coffee shop with uh, all of our friends and she was designing her classroom for her classes and all, <laughs> all of that stuff I thought was funny that's but uh, that's cool so I guess you kind of talked and hit on a little bit about your passions and, mm-hmm. and how these play uh, into what you're going to be doing so you're going to be in Winston doing a residency for two years yep so obviously this residency you're able to get your master's through Southeastern yes. which is awesome so many people uh, that's a great school mm-hmm. a phenomenal school so that's really cool you're going to get your master's so obviously there are multiple ways that individuals can support you, whether it's financially, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through encouragement, all of that stuff. When Isabel and I were talking about this, I was like, well, how about you come on the podcast? I said, because um, since I am from Winston, there are a lot of people that listen to the podcast from Winston and yeah. all of them will know two cities because it's a prominent church in the area. So, cool. so like, let's talk and let's open this Uh, Because honest conversation and sharing personal experiences leads to an influx of community. Mm -hmm. So whether it's someone being willing to financially support you or whether it's a family coming beside you to say, hey, I know your family isn't necessarily in Winston, but we want to be able to be there for you whenever you need it. Um, I just thought it was a cool idea and God kind of opened the door for you to come on. So um, how and what are ways individuals can support you if they feel called? Definitely. Uh, Thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, There's definitely three different ways that you could support me. Uh, That can be through, through prayer. Um, Most importantly, for sure. Um, I cannot do this alone. And 
I believe that the Lord has called me to do this. And it's so cool how he's, um, he allowed me to meet two cities church at, you know, the ministry fair at school and all these things. And, but, um, it's still, um, nothing, you know, we can't do anything without prayer. And so, yeah, um, that's definitely the first way that you could support me. The second way is if you, um, if you feel called to financially support me and to be on my ministry team, um, I would love, um, I would love that support as well. Yeah. And um, and then the third way that you could do that is through um, connecting me with other people, which this right. is a really cool platform right. to do that, Colby. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys would like to hear more about what I'll be doing at Two Cities through the residency program, or if you want to um, be on my prayer list um, or just hear more about what I'll be doing or anything like that, you can always um, look me up on Facebook or Instagram um, my Facebook is just Isabel Peasley, and then my Instagram is Isabel dot Peasley. Okay. So there's three E's in Amazing. my last name, so yeah, she's you'll got have a, to get that right. But yeah, <laughs> I'll put the link of her Instagram in the uh, bio of this podcast or anything like that because it can be somewhat confusing. I always spell her name wrong. Okay. That's okay. So I know you said the three ways. So obviously prayer financially. Um, and I want to hone in on that. She didn't want to necessarily say this, but from someone who is looking outside in, like guys, Isabel's one is an amazing person. I've had the opportunity to get to know her. She's you can tell she's got the sweetest disposi- disposition about her. But yes, as a residency, she's being called from God to then go pick up her things from Lynchburg, Virginia, move from Charlotte to Winston Salem, North Carolina. Uh, we always say money is not everything, but it takes money to do everything. So. Um, if y'all are able to support her financially, obviously through prayer uh, and community as well, but financially is a, is, is a big way that she'll need support. Like she is on a support, I guess, raising support basis. So she, uh, two cities is, is, is helping her get her masters. Um, however, it is up to her to raise her money to live off of Wajdi's in Winston. Um, and I think that this is so important, especially, you know, if you're in Winston, Isabel might come in contact with your child and she's doing kingdom work. Um, and so a lot of times like that can be a stressful thing that Satan can kind of get in the middle of and be like, you know, where's your next paycheck coming from? Or, you know, how are you going to be able to do this? But the great thing is if God's called you to do it, which he obviously has, he will make a way and he will equip you, uh, whether it's through prayer community or financially. So if you feel, um, a way to do that or a burden on your heart to get to know Isabel more, or, or financially support her, I highly recommend doing that because she is genuinely uh, doing kingdom work. And not everyone is called to do that, but Isabel is. So that's really awesome. So one of the last questions I want to ask is, what encouragement would you give to someone who might be leery or unsure about where God might be leading them um, for their next? Yeah, definitely. That can be... Um... That can be super scary when you're stepping into the unknown, especially as like a senior in college. You're like, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm supposed to have my life together. And you definitely don't have to have your life together. Right. But um, I would genuinely say like know the Lord and walk with him day by day. And um, I'm not saying that the Lord is going to audibly speak to you and tell you what your next step is. But if you are staying in constant communication with the Father and if you are listening and having an open ear to where he's calling you and where he's tugging on your heart, um, I don't think you can make a wrong decision. Yeah, amen. I think that 
that's so important, honestly. And that goes into every decision that God calls us to do or, or really, you know, we, he gives us free will, but just seeking God's discernment in your next is sure. probably the biggest thing. But if you're in this point in life where you're just like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be called, you know, there might be opportunities where I love when God gives a clear cut answer. It's mm-hmm. it's easy, but there are times when God gives you options. You know, Definitely. He says, you know, these are two options. Both of them are, you know, are are within my will. Like I give you the free will to choose. Uh, but just seek God's discernment on where you might be leading. If you don't feel like what you're doing now is where God is leading you, sometimes it's all about just taking that first step and asking, okay, God, is is where I am at now? What you have for me? Exactly. Um, and as college students. We, we go to college, we get done with our gr- degree, and we're like, okay, well, what are we doing next? You know, like there, we just anticipate there is a next. Um, and so lean into that. I think that she gave great advice to be able to uh, um, um, do that. So I'm pumped that, you know, God has led you into this. I'm, I'm so excited that Winston's a great city. Two Cities is a phenomenal church. So many, the leadership there is, is great, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I've loved to, I've, it's been amazing from someone who's lived in Winston to see how God has just blessed that church. Um, and I think that that's one of the reasons and ways, you know, that you're going into a spiritually healthy church, um, is just, you've seen all the blessings that have been poured out for two cities Mm -hmm. uh, and how they pour those blessings out on the community. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Um, one, thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing everything. For sure. Thank you so much for having me, Colby. It's been a pleasure just getting to, um, learn more about Equip Podcasts and be a part of this and get to <laughs> share God. a little bit of what the Lord's done in my life. Praise God. So we do have a fun part oh. at the end of this episode. <laughs> I don't tell the guests. Um, I kind of like, it's re- really just where I, where I ask really interesting questions. It's for the people to get to know you better outside of what we talk about on the, on the podcast. So um, there's so many questions that I could ask. Did you ever, did you fail your driver's test? What? It's just, what? Ra- I'm going to ask random questions. I got a list right here. Oh my word. Or did you pass it first time? First time? Okay. I'm trying to think of the difference between my permit and uh, my driver's test. I'm pretty, no, I for sure passed it because I went down to a DMV that's like 45 minutes from my house uh, because there's two little old ladies in there and they get you in and out fast. Okay. And they... Yeah, it's a pretty simple driving test. You'd make make a U-turn, back up, <laughs> stop pretty abruptly. I passed it. And okay. then me and my friend went to the Cheesecake Factory and celebrated. Okay. It was a Cheesecake good time. Factory. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> do you sleep with the lights on or off? This is big, okay, because oh boy. there are people, and I think you are absolutely psychotic if you do this, that are like, Oh, I have to sleep with the TV on in my room or or noise or anything like you're weird if you do that i like pitch black no light i actually sleep people are gonna make fun of me for this because not a lot of people know this i actually sleep with a like a mask over my eyes because i hate any type of i probably look like an idiot in it but like (laughs) whatever so so do you sleep with the lights on on or like some lights or what what's the vibe yeah so i mean if it's just me like in my room at home i want like complete darkness <laughs> and i do like a good sound machine because i have to have some kind of white noise when i'm okay. falling asleep it either has to be like a sound machine or a fan or something okay. but um yeah typically i'll sleep with the lights <laughs> off but like 
being at school, um, I've had roommates for the past four years. So, you know, if I have to leave a lamp on for them to be able to see when they come in the room, I can fall asleep with one lamp on. Fair enough. But I definitely can't have a lot of light. Okay. Okay. Um, if you were a Disney character, which who would you be and why? Hmm. And this can be like, oh, people have said this or like, oh, if I could live the life of this Disney character, I wish it would be this. Oh, boy. Um, okay, I feel like I have to say Belle because, okay. like, Isabel, but, like, I don't know. Um, okay, no, that that goes. I, it could be Belle. I feel like I'm kind of in between Belle or Rapunzel from Tangled because Rapunzel. Tangled is such a good Disney movie. It is, but it it's, like, her life that she lives. That's like, she true. lives years in a tower. So that it's, is, like, you'd have to do that. That would be tough. It would be be. tough. (laughs) But if you think about like any of the Disney characters, they all have some type of like adversity. That's true. They over, they have to overcome something. Okay. Another question. Okay. Do you have a, a childhood song? Like Hmm. one of the first songs you remember hearing or the first song that you just was like, this is when I, this, I loved this song as a kid. Man, the first thing that comes to my head is Stephen Curtis Chapman oh, Dive. Dive. Yes. yes. <laughs> no joke. I have a whole playlist on Spotify of like the 2000s Christian Stop music it. because that is literally like we always listened to like the Christian radio yes. growing up and we had a Honda Odyssey uh, and I can picture myself in the back of the Honda yeah. listening to Stephen Curtis Chapman and like I'm diving in, I'm going deep, (laughs) I'm over my head. Oh, my word. Dude, that one was like my song as a kid growing up. I remember my dad had a CD. It was like when CDs were still a thing. A CD, I would ask him to play it every single time. I didn't care about any of the other songs. Diving in and then give me the Beach Boys. Like, give me the Beach Boys to free my soul. Yep, Yep. for sure. Oh, man. Drift Away. Yeah, Yeah, Drift Away. It's Drift Away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wow, good. those are so good. That's amazing. Okay, a little throwback music moment. A lot of Stephen Curtis Chapman. If my man diving in. Okay, um, <laughs> let's let's look for some other so questions. So many fun questions. They're fun questions. I like to you know get the whole some funny ones. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, ooh, this is a good one. Kind of deep. It's kind of deep. Oh boy. If there was a crystal ball in front of you right now crystal ball okay and you could tell yourself the truth you could okay let me if, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself hmm. or your life or the future or anything else what would you want to know so this is like present isabel sitting right here yeah yeah so you could ask it anything about the future you could say like maybe isabel in the future like this is what you should know or hmm. or we can spin the question a little bit and say, what is something that you would tell your younger self Man. if that self was asking for guidance on the future in the crystal ball? I just completely flipped the question. That's a huge flip question. Huge flip question. So you can, okay, one, oh, what would you wish you could know in the future? Well, let's answer that one first. Okay. It can be anything. Something that I wish I could know is... If I'm going to get married, I think that'd be if so you're fun gonna to get know. married. Okay. Cause that's a desire of my heart, but yeah. like that is not something that the Lord promises to us. Right. Um, 
But yeah, I would love to know that. Okay. And then the flip question, what is something that you would tell yourself now when you were younger? Mm-hmm. Like if you give your younger yeah. self advice, I guess. Hmm. There's so many things. Oh my goodness. I would probably have to say like make like make time with the Lord like the biggest priority of your life. Mm. Um because like now that's a priority in my life, right. but for you know, like a lot of middle school and early high school it wasn't and like when you get to know the Lord on an intimate level, like he changes everything. Amen. And Amen that. that is so so important and that's been like a huge a huge thing in my life. Amen. And like that's like that's why I'm going to two cities. Like that's why I'm pursuing right. the Lord with everything and I wish I had kind of clued into that when I was yeah. younger. And I mean it's great like I grew up in a Christian home and everything like that, but I wish I had like taken my faith more seriously. Yeah, I like that. in middle and early high school. I think it can be hard too sometimes when you do live in a like a Christian home mm-hmm. that is going to church every Sunday like it it, you grow up almost checking the boxes off and mm-hmm. it's like having to break out of that pattern of checking the boxes off to making your faith your own for sure and a lot of times that doesn't come until college mm-hmm. so i would also say that's a great i wish i could have told myself that mm-hmm. earlier i think one of the, another thing i would i would i would say is it's okay to make mistakes yeah. and to forgive yourself. For sure. Because I've learned the most from my mistakes, mm-hmm. not my successes. For sure. You know, you can take away things from your successes, but you really learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, it's okay to make mistakes because that's what God's grace and mercy is there yeah. for. It's not there to be abused, but it's no, there to yeah. use when you need it. Yep. Um, and you're going to make mistakes. For sure. So that was a that was a, a serious question, okay? Yeah. So two more questions. Okay. Do you think we went to the moon in 1969? <laughs> Conspiracy yes. theories. You think we did? I do. Okay. I don't okay. feel like I don't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you, you just think without a doubt we went. No yeah. questions asked. No questions asked. Interesting. How do you feel about that, Colby? <sighs> I feel like. A can of worms could be open with this question, which I won't open. I'm not going to undoubtedly say no. Okay. But I'm not going to undoubtedly say yes. I think we, I think, I think there needs to be some, some questions that are asked. And again, if I had a lot more time, I could go into everything that I believe, I think, or suspect, but I think that more people need to research like, man, did we, you know, did we really, did we have the technology then like. For instance, you look at some of the... I'm not even going to go into it. People are going to judge me so hard. <laughs> if you want to know my theory on it, just ask, okay? I'll there tell you go. my theory. He if we had it. more time, I would I would go into it, but we don't. Interesting, though. So no questions asked. You just think we did. Hmm. No questions asked. Is there anything else, like conspiracy theories, that you're like, oh, 100%, like, this happened? I'm trying to think of some other ones. Like, do you just believe everything the government tells you? Absolutely not. But you think we went to the moon? I think we went to the moon. Okay. How do you feel about birds? Do you think birds are real? Because so many people will keep telling me that. I eat birds. So, yeah, I think they're real. Like chickens, I, chickens are true. good. That's very true. I think, like, it's a fun thing to think about. Like, yeah. what if they're not? Like, and, like, I've heard people say that 
<laughs> I've heard people say that uh, COVID was a time for people, for the government to recharge the birds because their batteries ran out. So, like, they oh kept everybody Lord. in the houses. They got the birds and they changed their batteries. No, I actually, no, I think birds for real. I think they are for real. I think they are. Oh, here's They're another conspiracy creatures. theory. Do you think the government had anything to do with the assassination of John F. Kennedy? That's one I'm oh. passionate about, too. Oh, man. I think they did. I think I'd have to go back and I think they did read some stuff in history to Fair figure enough. that one out. Fair enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, there's so many good ones. I'm just l- reading off of a list right now. Oh, here's a really fun random one. Okay. What is your favorite smell? Oh, man. I'm I a, I love like smells. I love amazing. different smells. I love like candles. Okay, I cannot wait to be in an apartment or house. You gotta or sniff these ones. Oh my I've word! Got you have four candles. Four woodwick candles. Right. So the woodwick I, is the best. I. This smells like Thanksgiving. So smell that. that again and think about this. This this is coconut saffron. <laughs> Spring break or summer trip. When I smell that, I think of sunscreen. Like it just brings back good memories like i don't smell the coconut or saffron like i just think of like sunscreen in memories i don't know why this is giving me like huge thanksgiving vibes okay thanksgiving i, I can go with that okay we're i have four candles we're just we're this just smelling them fireside fire my mom loves fire. shout out beth if oh you're, my goodness i went to the woodwick i love fireside and i didn't tell you mom only only reason i didn't was because we got there 15 minutes before and i knew if i did you, if I called you, you would have, you would have made me spend a lot more time in there, and they were closing, <laughs> so I didn't. But we'll go sometime soon. Okay, this is white teak. White teak. It's kind of like a teak wood, mahogany teak I wood type. I love this. Kind of smells like cologne. This is no, this is great. I love teak wood. I love that. Magnolia birch. I don't know how I feel about this one, but okay. I think there's a time and a place for it. It kind of smells like flowers, springy, springy yeah, flowers. Yeah, that's good. I feel like out of all Which four one's of these, your favorite? I would have to vote. I think she's giving another white sniff. Teak. White teak. White teak is good, but yeah, I mean, out of all smells, I love like sandalwood. Okay. Sandalwood okay. smells so good. Okay. That's always a great candle. All right. But candles are the best. Well, but, folks. Yeah. You heard it here. If you go to the Woodwick Outlet. The Woodwick Outlet is located in, um, you can just pop them on it. I was looking to see if any of them had burn marks on them. Nice. So I just close them in there. I don't burn yeah. them. I hate the smell. I love the way candles smell. One of my least favorite smells, when you blow a candle out. Yep. Blech, makes no, me gag. that's true. Um, yeah, you heard it here, guys. Woodwick Outlet, it's in, it's about an hour from Liberty. If you have never been, you should go. Woodwicks are the candles that crackle when you burn they're like they sound like a fire yep um but yeah well this i have was... a terrible confession oh i love confess I've, it please i've i've never been to the woodwick oh, outlet oh what is <laughs> the heck i feel like so i've introduced so many people to this like pe- well i've passed you it pass it all it's the like time right next to say. the bojangles yep. yes and but i've never gone it's terrible so let me tell those people that are listening very brief synopsis of the woodwick outlet you walk in this is the national place they make woodwick candles. Dang. And they wow. have all of these candles that they call nearly perfect. And so they're very cheap. They're like a third of the price of a woodwick. Okay. And so like, for instance, a little baby candle 
four dollars and seventy five cents. I can afford that. This was four dollars seventy five cents. Good. Really easy. There you go. Um, so maybe the w- the wick wasn't set exactly mm-hmm. in the middle of the candle. Okay. Well, they'll sell it for cheap. Oh, um, okay. These ones, they have ones that are pretty much perfect, mm-hmm. and since it's an outlet, they sell it fifty percent off. So like so this nice. one was um, originally seventeen dollars. I got it for like eight. That's awesome. Yeah. So they're great. Um, but no, definitely go if you're a um, the best candles. They smell amazing. They're quality. If you like them, go to the Woodwick. I'm, it's like free advertising for them. I'm not sponsored <laughs> by them, I promise. That's so funny. Well, Isabel, 40 minutes. Dang. Thank you for coming <laughs> on the podcast. I hope that everyone got a serious idea of who you are and what mm-hmm. you do, but then they also got a fun idea of for sure. who you are. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for, for joining today. Yeah, thank you, Colby. I've of course. really enjoyed it, getting to just share what the Lord's done in my life. And Amen allowing you to get to know me more and yeah. all the people to get to know me more on the podcast. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of the equipped podcast. Again, this is the last episode of season two. Thank you so much for, um, amazing seasons, uh, two seasons, amazing episodes. Uh, I've been so grateful for the encouragement that y'all have given me the guests we've had on the way God has opened doors and helped people. Um, I've been very, very grateful for it. I'm so excited to see what season three brings. There is a lot of things that we're already planning for, and um, it'll be fun. I'm excited. So again, look out on our Instagram. It's E-Q-U-I-P-P-E-D.P-O-D-C-A-S-T, Equipped Podcast, uh, for updates on merch for starting back again. Um, and then also for people who are are wanting to know a little bit more about Isabel and her mission, I will link all of her social media is in, so Facebook, Instagram, for y'all to go support her. Uh, but I love you guys. I thank you so much. I hope that uh, if you're on spring break now or if you got it next week, be safe. Show Christ wherever you're at. I love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.